When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the DCAU Review, hosted by Cal and Liam, streaming on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and at DCAUreview.com. Now, here's today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 37 of the DCAU Review. I'm your host, Cal, and alongside me is my good brother and the DCAU Twitter guru, that being, of course... Liam, Liam, welcome to episode 37 of the BCAU Review. Yeah, we got a really interesting one to talk about today. Um, first appearance of a, a pretty memorable villain, uh, a detective story for Batman, which seems like we get further and further away from Batman being a detective in uh, <laughs> in modern interpretations of him. This so. is true. Yeah, when you bring in aliens and uh, <laughs> and uh, the supernatural, it's, right. it's, it's less a detective and more... Um, you know, whatever that is, sci-fi, I guess, right. maybe. Anyway, so we are talking about uh, the episode, the debut of Killer Croc, which debuts in the episode of Batman the Animated Series entitled Vendetta. Uh, so, Liam, let's jump into plot. Um, your plot is actually, I, I think for me at least, is the strongest part of this episode. Hmm. Um, I think it's done really well compared to at least the other episodes that we've seen thus far. Um, this start. This is a this is a pretty good mystery tale. Um, they they kind of give you um, they kind of give you a, a short intro. There's a there's a guy that's being transported from the police station to uh, is it Stonegate I believe yes uh, penitentiary pen, penitentiary and uh, he's Blackgate Blackgate that's right Blackgate okay Blackgate why did I say Stonegate well <laughs> Stonegate also exists in I feel like it does too. okay so Blackgate so he's being transferred to to Blackgate um, he has some dirt on a couple of uh, famous Gotham villains one we find out later on he was involved with Rupert Thorne and uh, the, suddenly the he the boat that they're transporting him on is uh, has a bomb attached to it and explodes and this this witness and this uh, I guess he's more like a stool pigeon goes yeah. goes missing. Spider uh, Conway. Spider Conway. Tremendous old gangster name, by There's the way. There's two of them in here. That, yes. They, they, later on, we were introduced to Joey the Snail. Oh, yeah. Who is uh, another great, uh, great villain. Um, we, not really. We just, we, this is his only appearance. <laughs> just a great villain name. Um, so we, we have these, the disappearance of these guys. There's a framing of Bullock. Uh, where it suddenly it looks like that maybe Harvey Bullock has a uh, his own personal vendetta against these guys and reasons to want them not to talk or testify, um, all set up to be uh, t- revealed as Killer Croc framing Bullock for these things, which is actually pretty entertaining. Yeah, and it's funny because I think a lot of people, if you think of like the seminal like Batman Harvey Bullock episode, you think a lot you know further down the line and. Bullet the last Bullock. season, yeah, yeah, a bullet for Bullock, which is obviously way down the line. And once we get into the Adventures of Batman and Robin run, but mm-hmm. this is actually pretty, still pretty early on, at least in the production order. And it's a, yeah, it's a story where Batman, pretty much right off the bat, he finds one of Bullock's toothpicks on the dock. 
basically assumes the worst immediately because he knows there was uh, rumors that Spider-Conway had claimed that Bullock was on the take with Rupert Thorne, which talk about some some more heavy plot for a, a children's or, a, you know, an afternoon, a weekday afternoon cartoon episode. Plea deals and, yes. and uh, stool pigeons. And yes, and dirty cops. Dirty and, cops. Back internal affairs, yes, was mentioned again. Yes, uh, so a lot, of, a lot of layers to it, and Batman, at first, it's very much, he goes to Commissioner Gordon and says, like, I think Bullock's the guy. Like, he tells him that and then it's sort of uh as the case unravels it becomes a little bit more personal for batman once he realizes he was wrong and that's he actually talks about that at the end of the episode when bullock asks him why he you know would would risk his life and risk you know put his stick his neck out for him it's because and batman says it's because i thought you were guilty too right um and i i liked that because one it shows that Batman's not an infallible character. Mm-hmm. He is a, he, a mortal. Yep. Uh, you know, as as great and as capable as he is, he's and he's also a detective. And while he is a brilliant, he has a brilliant mind, and he's able to find a a scale of Killer Croc's skin, which eventually leads him to finding Killer Croc. But he's still capable of you know fingering the wrong suspect or you know jumping to conclusions. And I thought that was. A good story, and in the midst of this really heavy stuff, if you want to look at it as like what's the moral of the story, it's you know things aren't always as they seem. Jumping to conclusions just because about somebody just maybe because you don't like them personally mm-hmm. sometimes leads to you being wrong, and you're going and it's on you then to correct that mistake Certainly. because you were part of the reason that they got in trouble for something that they didn't do. Right. And I mean, the the interesting thing also is that you have. If you're talking about Batman the Detective, you you recognize that the it's important to continue f- doing a full investigation instead of just looking at that first piece of evidence or whatever. Your first, like you said, it, it, things aren't always as they appear. Batman the Detective, if 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 he was not a uh, if he was not a good detective, he's known as the world's greatest detective. Right. So you know, then he's not giving up at the first sign of oh well, it looks like this. You know, he may draw his conclusions, but he sees the investigation through. Yeah. He's not content with simply going and, and arresting or, or shaking Bullock down for answers uh, at, at first glance. He continues to investigate, investigate the explosion scene and all that stuff. So you're you're absolutely right with that. Uh, yeah, so I guess we can get into scores here. I went 8 out of 10 for plot. Um, there's also like a, little, uh, a lot of little things like um, Croc at one point impersonates Bullock to sort of further uh, deep in the mystery when he goes to uh to grab joey the snail out of uh like police lockup mm-hmm. um he's apparently croc is a very gifted ventriloquist because he, he it's he does a great <laughs> voice just impre- like yeah, bullock you know his, his overcoat and uh <laughs> is is dripping and he's not wearing shoes he's uh <laughs> he's able to fool this guard enough to uh for when the guard wakes up after being knocked out to uh to tell everybody that bullock did it but yeah, overall, I went eight out of ten. The only things that really like it's it's minor, but stuff like so Batman uh, figures out the name Croc because uh, Alfred brings him some soup in a <laughs> crock pot. Which, by the way, we found out on this episode, French onion soup is Batman's favorite dish. Now, hey, that's facts. a little bit, little that's, bit of trivia for you a there. Nice fact, there we go. <laughs> and uh, and then from there he goes to a zoo. 
and listens to like uh you know a it goes to like the crocodile uh display at a zoo and then from there we cut right to him being underwater and somehow he found Croc's lair like immediately yeah it's there is a little bit of happenstance i was actually prepared it's funny i was actually prepared to give this a perfect score um, but after th- I had forgotten, like in the short time since we had watched the episode to now, that those plot holes were pretty, pretty <laughs> major. Um, it was a pretty big jump, and it's it's a shame because they did such a good job. What I love about this episode is that they keep uh, the the villain uh, who the identity of the villain a secret. They do a great job of building the suspense. Um, you know, they, they don't show you, they don't reveal Croc until... Almost the end of the second act. Yeah, end of the second act when Batman discovers the cave, essentially. Right. And there's so much suspense and, and fear that's put into the characters of who who is this person that's striking fear into these people and who's coming up out of the water with the bubbles coming yeah. up. And, uh, you know, even when he's impersonating Croc, all you see, you know, you see these dark yellow, or, or these, uh, it's a dark face with these bright yellow eyes and yeah. just dry dragging you know enough strength to drag this human uh joey the snail out of this cell and th- slam this guard up against the the wall really really well done in that that yeah. that case but you're right i think the the happenstance of oh alfred said the word croc so that triggered batman to say think of a crocodile and then he just happens to go to the zoo where there's a voiceover that happens to be talking about crocs building their home in layers and that mean or in caves right. underwater and then batman goes and finds an underwater cave and that's like immediately finds out that right. that's where they and are and later i mean they 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 try they do try to justify it with like famously Bullock had arrested Croc previously, uh, partially due to the testimony of these two other criminals, uh, Spider and Joey. So like they try and so Batman is the idea is Batman's more just remembering this case that I guess he heard about. Right. But it just comes so out of nowhere. Yeah. So I, I gave, because of that, I knocked my score down from a 10 to a 9. I think it's really, really gr- good. Like I yeah. said, I think it's the strongest part of this episode. And with with your 22-minute time limit, okay, there's going to, we've already learned, sometimes there's going to be some happenstance yes. that has to happen when it's a 22-minute episode. And you don't get the, you don't get the uh, option to really explore things and, and kind of stretch things out. So I gave, uh, I gave plot 9 out of 10. Very nice. All right, so let's move on, Liam. Uh, let's jump over to music. Um, I don't have a ton to say about <laughs> music in this episode because I feel like it, it was another one of those episodes where it just kind of sat in the background. Yeah, um, we get we get some of the Shirley Walker classic Batman. Yeah, theme. there's some, there's some good um, punctuation of scenes with that. Um, we we talked about a Croc's theme is very it's very generic. Like it's just sort of it's eerie and it does add a little bit to the scenes when he's first when he's first revealed it's like lumbering monster <laughs> yes but it yeah but it doesn't in the way that something like a two-face or a clay face or a joker theme are so recognizable and they you know they kind of burn into your brain mm-hmm. like i i probably couldn't hum this croc theme to you unless i listened to it thinking first. about it i'm actually hearing clayface's theme right now like, right i'm not even i'm not right. even i i don't even i couldn't tell you it's just there's some horns in there and it's just very generic like lumbering bad guy right uh so yeah so for that i went four out of ten for music i like <laughs> i feel like we could have uh we could have gotten it maybe if we and I, maybe I'm being greedy because there's so many great villain themes throughout the series, but yeah, without that, I didn't think it was uh, 
I, I just didn't think it was, uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was, I thought it was honestly a little below average, which, hey, below average for this series is still pretty darn good, obviously. But, right. uh, yeah, just, com- again, coming off of last week and some of the other great episodes we re- uh, reviewed, I think I had to knock it down a little bit. Yeah, I, I I am right there with you. And just a reminder, we don't discuss our scores Correct. before we go on the air. We're, but we are brothers. We are Shoot, related. brother. That's right. Crossover. <laughs> Um, we, uh, so th- just as that reminder, I am going to say that I, I gave music a five out of 10. Um, yeah, it's, uh, there are, it are some good Batman scenes punctuated by the, the Batman theme. Uh, there's a lot of Batman running through the sewer. There's some Batman swimming. Yes. There's a lot of water. Uh, yeah. There's, there's a lot of water activity going on. And, uh, so there, you get some opportunity for some good Batman theme, but, uh, it's, it, it, it is the only memorable part of the episode as far as music is concerned for me. And, and when you're comparing it, like you said, against the Mr. Freeze theme or the Two-Face theme or, you know, even a Poison Ivy type theme, you know, I think it, I think you have to, you have to look at it as a whole and say, yeah, it, it, it's not up to snuff. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, let's move over to animation. Uh, Liam, I struggled with, I struggled <laughs> with my score for this episode. Same. For animation, just because, uh, so when we started the episode, we recognized immediately that this is the uh, alternative, I would say, Batman model yes. with the swoop back ears, the large chin, and uh, which... Overall, I think the rest of the characters look better on this model. Yeah. They seem to be more consistent. They seem to be... um, Good emotion in their faces. mm -hmm. And, like, Bullock is really good in this episode. No, like, five teeth lines like like the last episode. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, there's some some good stuff here. I just... Like, there are certain scenes... Batman. Well, even Ugh. even on like as we said, we you know that that version of Batman, the you know the nose on the cowl is a little longer, as you mentioned, the chin's longer. But even for that, like it's off model for that version a little bit. Yeah, like his chin gets really long. We you called it the the tick chin, the tick chin. It's super um, pronounced, super just like Jay Leno. Yes, chin. Uh, huge. <laughs> and and there's a couple of shots where he's like talking. Uh, like he's, he and Commissioner Gordon are walking along this beach together, and they're kind of trying to do this profile shot. But Batman looks so two dimensional. Uh-huh. It looks like Commissioner Gordon's talking to a cardboard cutout. Yeah, like and. It's so rare. I mean, I, I have, it's 2D animation. Of course, he looks two-dimensional. But right. you know what I mean. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, I went 6 out of 10 because, I I mean, we you know we talk about animation, we talk about visuals. I love the, this version of Croc. I think this is yeah. significantly superior to the uh, new Batman Adventures yeah, version. Yeah, I did not, it's, which is funny. I, I, I'm excited to talk once we get down the road and we're able to talk about some of the new character designs in, in visuals yeah. and animation for, for the new Batman Adventures. But, yeah, I'm, I'm right with you. This This... This iteration of of, of of Croc is far superior. Well, and also, like, a lot of... And not, not just in that version, also, like, in the Arkham games or something, he's just kind of like a big green... Monster. He looks like, like Godzilla yeah. in pants. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Vers- was this version looks like a guy who had, like, a really bad skin condition... Yeah. ...who then filed his teeth into fangs. Right, 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 right. Um... And I like to me that feels more authentically Batman mm-hmm. than if he's literally fighting a giant alligator. That, that's fair. Um, so I don't I don't know. That's obviously it's just personal preference. And but yeah, I went I went six out of ten for visuals. If I didn't say that, I I think it's good. Uh, Croc has a very. Uh, we were talking about it. I I assume this was intentional. He looks like Nosferatu, the the classic uh, movie vampire. Gotcha. 
um, real pointed ears, the teeth, the the structure of the face is very similar. Yeah, that was a good um, pull by you, by the way, of yeah. pointing that out because you were you were certainly spot on. With yeah, that. so uh, I do really like Croc's design, as you mentioned, Bullock and and Gordon and some of the other ancillary characters look fine, but. Man, Bat- but there's a lot of Batman. There is. And it's Batman, a- and the- hey, there is some hashtag cape movement that looks pretty cool. Yes. Cool Batman. There's a couple cool shots. There's one where you see uh, the reflection of Batman in the in a window as he's about to open it. Mm-hmm. And it's just a painted, it's just a painted shot of Batman with the eyes animated. That's very cool. There's even a low light, like black, a uh, blue and gr- blue and white, blue and gray shot. There's lightning that yes. hits in this episode. There's a f- yeah, there are a few cool shots of Batman, but overall, Batman is what brought this down for Which me. Which is crazy. He, yeah, he, he oh, man, yeah. So my score um, is a very different five out of ten. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's just. I don't know. Like like you said, I, I, I struggle with it because the the rest of the characters look good. I think there are some interesting choices, I think, in certain scenes. There's a lot of cut, like quick cuts, it seems like, where I don't know if they were editing this episode weirdly or when they storyboarded it, why they had so many different... It's almost like the camera changes uh, angles very quickly. Yeah. And um, it almost seems unnatural, like there was stuff that they had to cut out or stuff that was supposed to be in the episode originally that... Uh, maybe he's on the cutting room floor because of it. I I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Batman's Bat, there are, for the amount of cool visuals. Like the very first scene is so cool looking because it's you have and it's interesting looking. You have you have rain and you got lightning and um, you know you're on a they're on boat and they're riding through the water and and you know it's 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 fascinating. It's great eye candy yeah but batman I mean, just, ugh, it just like the backgrounds are really well done yeah. the set piece i don't think is the right word because it's animation but i don't know what else to call we them. talked about that last time I yes don't know what you call like them. i mean the fight in the sewers the fight in crocs lair yeah the locations of um, where they decided as you me- as we mentioned like the holding cells at the at the police station mm-hmm. with all the you know atmospheric light of, on on croc and stuff all he's dressed up like bullock yeah, there's some real strong points in this, but yeah, it's just Batman, man. He lets he let us down. Yeah, I I just I don't like this. this <laughs> I mean, it's just not hashtag my Batman. I yeah, know, I don't know. Anyway, all right, Liam. Uh, so let's move to our final category, which is going to be voice acting. Uh, give us uh, give us our this week's uh, fine players. So only the one real guest character to talk about, which of course is uh, Aaron Kincaid as Killer Croc. Mm-hmm. Uh, also voices Spider Conway in the episode. Um, pretty versatile. We mentioned, I think we mentioned a few weeks ago, he voiced the the th- like uh, the, the thug on Prophecy of Doom. That's right. Um, Nostramos's uh, yes. assistant. Yes, Lucas, I believe Lucas, was his name. Yes. And uh, now this, yeah, this week he's obviously doing a very different character. Very versatile. Obviously, he did a lot of animation roles over the years. Um, fortunately, he passed away in 2011. But he was, uh, I think. I really like his version of Croc, too. Yeah. Um, it's real. Again, it adds to that sort of, like, 1940s movie monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's real, like, real raspy, real. Uh, but he doesn't... It's not so over-the-top Saturday morning cartoon where it comes off as silly. Yeah. Like, when he's talking about having to grow up like looking like that and talking about being, like, a, you know, a former pro wrestler and stuff. Like, there's a... There's I I really liked his performance. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think I think it adds a dynamic to 
to the character also because a lot of the I don't know the, the temptation I think is to make the bigger muscular villains just big dumb guys yes and in this episode at least he doesn't come across as a big dumb guy he comes across as a guy who's smart enough to figure out how he can frame the guy yeah. that arrested him and then so he comes up with this plan obviously and it almost succeeds and then he only fails because Batman gets involved. So then he has the ability, you know, he has to, of course, through conversations with Batman, explain why and how he did things. He's he's able to articulate it enough, and he doesn't. It doesn't feel like uh, this doesn't quite match, or this doesn't. This doesn't. Un, you know, I don't understand. Yeah, that. he seems like he would be smart enough to pull this off, which is funny because in later appearances he becomes something of a comedy relief character, when, right. especially when he's put up with the other. Uh, uh, rogues gallery like in trial or sure uh, or something like that but yeah here he's obviously he's like you said he's smart enough to make pull off this completely intricate plot right and it doesn't come off as like whoa this guy would be way too dumb to pull this off it's like right. no this guy was angry and he had time to think about it and he was smart enough to escape prison and then frame bullock and grab these two other low lives so right. it's like yeah I thought, and I think a lot of that comes from uh, Kincaid's performance as a voice actor. Uh, other than that, we have, of course, Robert Costanza as Harvey Bullock. Of course, he's very, very good in this episode. Yeah, he there's a, there was a lot that was uh, that was called on him. Um, he does a lot of the talking in the in the, the I guess the in between the first and the second act when they're yeah. accusing him of of uh, or when Gordon has to pull him off the case. Yes. So there's there's definitely some good performance in there. And then, of course, you know, we have Bob Hastings as Gordon. We have Ephraim Zemblis Jr. as Alfred. They both sort of play minor roles, sort of talking with Batman, trying to, you know, Gordon's very adamant that Bullock is not responsible for mm-hmm. for what's going on. He, you know, tells him, hey, Har- Harvey basically says Harvey's a pain in the ass, but he's not. He's not dirty. He's not a. He's not a bad guy. Right. And then, of course, you know Kevin Conroy as Batman, and his role here, as we mentioned, is kind of to play the skeptic, and we're sort of going on this journey with him mm-hmm. because we don't. I mean, we know, like, we see the hand rise out of the water. We see, you know, Croc, you know, in Bullock's outfit. So we kind of know things aren't on the up and up, but we don't know much more than Batman knows. Right. Um. And I thought that I thought that's that's pretty good. I thought Conroy does a good job of sort of playing the skeptic, playing the again the sort of the hardened detective that he's playing here. So uh, for all those reasons, I gave voice acting nine out of ten. I wow. thought it's really really strong. Um, even got you know you got a little bit of uh, John Vernon as Rupert Thorne. It's always good to have those those uh, strong actors back in the, to play those recurring roles. So yeah, I thought I thought for me voice acting personally was the the most important. Uh, they're the, the best part of the episode. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I gave it. I gave it a six out of ten. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was awful. I just didn't think there was anything. Is that enough for the disagreement alarm? Nah, that's I four can't. points, I right? Think it's got. It's got to be. But it has to be blatantly disagreeing. Like, I'm not <laughs> saying. I'm not arguing with you on any of the points. Um, you know, I, I. I just think it was a perfectly fine episode. Nothing really stood out to me as as great. I that's think. Fair. I think Kincaid's good as as Croc. Um, like we said, I think he plays the role role fine enough, and I think Bobby Costanza was was certainly all he needed. Um, you know, I, I don't know the the lines, and that's not Kevin Conroy's fault, but the, some of the lines they wrote for Batman in this <laughs> episode were a little 
garbage. When he says, opinion. Alfred, you're beautiful. Yeah, that was a little... I mean, that, like, croc. Like, I don't know. There's yeah. the line, something where he's... Batman's also smiles, like, a weird amount in this episode. Yeah, it's very... <laughs> and when he's pulling Thorn out to interrogate him, he's like, it's too hot in here. Let's get some air. Or something like that. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, Batman sounds like a pervert. Right. Uh, <laughs> um... Yeah. So I I just thought it was, you know, it's it's fine. It's middle of the road. Nothing necessarily stood out to me, though, as being upper echelon. So. That's fair. Uh, all right. I think that brings us to our final scores, Liam. Actually. Uh-oh. Late, late decided bonus point We got here. a bonus point coming in. Okay. But I do have a plus one. All because right. Because as, as I mentioned briefly... Uh, Killer Croc is a pro- is a former professional wrestler. There we go. As established in this episode, <laughs> we even see a newspaper of him uh, in in the wrestling ring, and uh, we've mentioned a few times. Uh, I also host a a wrestling podcast called The Wrestling Life. Go ahead, go ahead and uh, follow us at TWL underscore podcast. By the way, Crossover. Um, yes, <laughs> but I could not mention that because Croc is the type of guy that like Hulk Hogan or Bruno San Martino. Would have made so much money with in New York in the 1970s and 80s, working with that guy. He could have gone to Minneapolis, worked in the AWA, could have gone down to Texas, wrestled the Von Erics. Croc would have been a star, is what I'm saying, Unfortunately, of, of those territorial wrestling days. he got Unfortunately, he got tied up in the gang world yes. where he became a hitman, and it was just, yes. just you know... Tales old as time. Yep, unfortunately... Fortunately, so he threw it all away. Yes, but I had to give the plus one for the uh, hashtag crossover of, of professional wrestling dipping into our uh, <laughs> our DCAU podcast here, that, though. That's awesome. All right, well, I, I think that will bring us to our final scores. So let's uh, let's tally it up here. From my understanding here, I have a final score of twenty five out of forty. Twenty five out of forty, and I'm a little bit higher there. I went twenty eight out of forty. 28 out of 40. All right. Not bad. Um, not enough for a disagreement alarm either. No. But I was going to say, so, but our final thing that we kind of talked about that isn't necessarily covered in our categories is rewatchability. Sure. Is this an episode that you think you would recommend Absolutely. or is this a skipper? I, I would I would definitely recommend it. Just for the intrigue alone, the mystery. Um, plus, it's the introduction of Keller Croc, who plays a pivotal role in a couple episodes down the way. True. Even though he's not the focal point of those episodes. Um, certainly, certainly an important part in Almost Got Him. Absolutely. Um, which, speaking of, <laughs> oh, by the oh, way, oh, but let's hear about your rewatchability. Would, would you yeah, agree? Yeah, no, I would agree. I think if for no other reason than the debut, and for maybe a different version of Croc, as we mentioned, than you may be used to seeing if you know him more from the Arkham games, where he's sort of just like a big, you know, juggernaut monster type. Sure. Uh, the the cerebral. Uh, the cerebral assassin, if you will. Crossover. Crossover. All right, and, you got to get me out of here. All right, let's I get out of here before we go full wrestling. Start talking about the goddamn AWA. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, thank you for listening. As we mentioned, Liam, briefly, uh, which was a great segue to the almost got, talk, mentioned almost got him in passing there. Uh, we do currently have a promotion going on. We would love for you to take part in. Uh, if you've listened to us, you're probably already taking part in it. But just in case you're a new listener, uh, Liam, we have a Twitter contest that's going on right now. We're giving away, no strings attached, free copy of the almost got him Batman card game. Yes, we are. So basically, all you have to do if you are a, a newer listener first of all thank you for checking us out Definitely. second of all um basically every week you can head to at dcau review on twitter 
every week when we post a new episode, every Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 9 Central, 9 Central. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, uh, we will post that episode, and I will make that tweet where I announce the new episode. That, is our, that becomes our pinned tweet on our Twitter. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is retweet and like that post, and you're already entered to win. We're trying to get to 250 followers. We're on our way. We're about maybe 50 or 60 away now. Okay. So we're in the ball. We're getting in the ballpark. Once we get to 250, all you have to do is tweet us the secret word. And Cal, remind our listeners what the secret word is. The secret word is Martian. Martian. That's right. So uh, yeah. So all you have to do, like I said, retweet and like our pin tweet. And you're already entered to win, and we will obviously be picking a winner once we get to that 250 follower mark. Uh, really excited, and as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing because you are helping us, and we can point out we have actually, you know, we're starting to grow the show a little bit more, and it's really nice that you guys are, are helping us out, and we just want to have an option to say thank you. Absolutely. And as you mentioned, Liam, um, follow us at DCAU Review on Twitter. Um, not only can you uh, maybe win something free, uh, you can also talk to talk to Liam, the DCAU Twitter guru, about this episode, Vendetta. Your thoughts on it? Uh, your thoughts on Croc? Do you like this this version of Croc better than the new Batman Adventures version of Croc, or, or do you prefer that version? Um, and then anything and everything, all things DCAU and pretty much DC Comics at this point. Yeah, I mean, we're uh, it's this year, 2019, we're in 2019 now. It's the 80th anniversary of Batman as a character. Yep. I created a thread that I'll be updating hopefully throughout the entire year of just random quotes and scenes of of Kevin Conroy's Batman over the the four shows that I've uh, sort of randomly updated throughout the week and hopefully we'll continue to do that uh, going forward here but talk to us about any of that we also we, we like and retweet a lot of fan art and other DCAU projects like the Watchtower Database guys or Tim Talk or some of those guys so we love talking about this stuff we love uh, helping if you know we love helping people get their stuff out there a lot of really cool fan art especially yeah. we're coming up on the 20th anniversary or we just passed actually the 20th anniversary of batman beyond like yep. i said we're in the 80th anniversary of batman as a character so you've got a lot of retrospectives i think are coming again on on this series as well as just batman as a character in general detective comics 1000 is coming up bruce tim's drawing a cover for that super excited. super psyched for that um just a lot it's a lot of cool it's a cool year for batman cool year for dc comics in general so any 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 of those myriad of topics that you'd like to discuss just head over to at dcau review absolutely all right so that'll wrap us up for this week i'm cal and i'm liam and we will talk to you on the next episode of the dcau review bye bye